Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. It is that idea of doing something small for you has such amazing dividends. You don't have to go out and say, you know, starting today, I'm going to give myself a pedicure or go have a pedicure every week. I'm going to go get a massage every Wednesday. I'm going to, you know, name all the things, all the self, all the typical self-care things. I'm going to go do those. Okay, well, how is that going to serve you? And if you do that, if your small thing is I'm going to add a massage in every week, do your resources allow that for you? Do you have the time? Do you have the energy? Do you have the money to be able to invest in that? And the answer may be yes. You know what? It is so critical for me to be able to serve the way I want to serve that I take this time, this hour or this two hours between driving there and coming back, that I take this every week. It is critical that I do this every week because by doing that, I am refilling my cup and I am on fire when I'm with my team or I'm with my family or I'm with my clients, right? I am peaceful. I am energized. I am joyful. I'm ready to give. I'm ready to be what I need to be for me and what I need to be for them when I make that investment. But you've done it intentionally. And that's the key. When you're taking action to do small things for yourself, it's the intent behind that that drives the power of that action. It's the intent to do something meaningful, to support yourself, to do something meaningful, to rebuild your energy, to refill your cup, right? That whole cliche, right? It is that intent behind it that enables the power to come through that action that you've taken for yourself, right? It's absolutely incredible the things that can happen when you move with intent. When you move with a thoughtful, mind with thoughtful action being intentional about putting yourself on the list and not only on the list at the top of the list gives you a level of power to serve that i think can't even be imagined especially if some of the action you also take is to really sit still with understanding who you are and what your purpose is. Because then that intentional action to spend time with you and spend your resources on you is able to be turned into really deep, meaningful, powerful feed through you to others, right? It's like about sowing seeds. When you sow into yourself as well and you're creating, as they say, fertile ground in you, That fertile ground enables you to sow seeds that you can plant somewhere else. 
When you take the time to say, no, you know, I'm just not going to do that. It just doesn't make sense for everything else I'm trying to do right now for me to spend time doing that thing. When you are able, willing, and intentional in doing those things, saying no to the things that don't make sense, so you have room to say yes to the things that do, the way you show up and the power with which you show up because you're more energetic, you're more focused, it is just, it's unimaginable how great it is and how many amazing things you can do to that. Some of the small things that I really encourage you to do, and, and, and well, let me say one of the small things I really encourage you to do is to not only be intentional about connecting with your village, right? The people that are in your circle who really build you up and move you to places that make sense for you. But if you think about investment of time, energy, money, right? Think about where you can invest that will help you move forward, help you be you, help you take care of you, right? One of the investments I have is in my therapist. I've been investing in my therapy for years and I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing now without that. And I have no shame in talking about that, right, at all. And I think one of the positive things that came out of COVID was we don't have as much shame connected to taking care of our mental health as we used to. So I highly, highly recommend finding a really good therapist, even if it's group therapy, whatever, counseling, right? Um, a way that, that gives you an outlet to deal with whatever it is you're dealing with that you find yourself really heavy with. The other thing is, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are, if you are anywhere, lead people, trying to build something, any of that, if you're early in your career, whatever you're doing, if there's something you are trying to do and you're trying to do it to the best of your ability, what are you willing to invest in your own coach, your own mentor, your own guide? And that doesn't necessarily mean it's monetary investment, right? But there's a reason why coaches have coaches and therapists have therapists and doctors have doctors. You can't always see your own stuff. And so part of the small actions you can take to take care of you and to really honor yourself so that you can honor others through the service that you give is what is the thing that you do to build you up, to hold yourself accountable? to give yourself the kind of guidance, mentorship, all of the things that you need. How are you doing that? And again, it doesn't have to be monetary, right? You can, uh, mentorship isn't always monetary. In fact, usually mentorship isn't. That's more about relationship, right? A, a, a reciprocal relationship in most cases. If it's really gonna work, it's a reciprocal relationship. How are you doing that small thing, finding that mentor, finding that person that can lift you up? How are you doing that so that people can find you, see you, work with you, get the best of you because you're giving the best of you to yourself, right? Because despite what people say, there really is enough to go around. There really is. There's enough to go around and if you invest in yourself and the things you need to drive what you need, that ability to really pour out in a way that makes you feel seen, heard, prosperous, supportive, helpful, 
purposeful, all of the things, that's there in spades. That's there in spades. But you have to have taken a small action that is focused on nobody else but you. Nobody else but you. So I am hereby, for those of you who need it, I am hereby giving you permission <laughs> to put you first. Giving you permission to make that call. Giving you permission to say no to that thing. Giving you permission to not take that trip, to not go to that party, to not take that meeting, to help that client find someone else that serves them better. I'm giving you permission to do that. But here's the key. You don't need my permission. You need your permission. You need to know that you are important enough to you that taking those small steps that relate to nobody but you are the thing that's going to ground you in so much power and so much love and comfort and ability that there is nothing you can't accomplish. Absolutely nothing you can't accomplish. And I know that sounds cheerleadery and, and pie in the sky-ish, but I'm telling you, if you take care of you first, there is so much more to give to other folks. The key is that we don't, again, as I said earlier, we don't take big old pendulum swings to say, okay, now it's all about me. I'm not taking calls. I'm not taking meetings. I'm not getting more clients. I'm not, all the things I'm not going to do because I am first on the list. That's a whole different thing, right? That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about still staying clear on your vision, staying really aligned with who you are, and then taking action that is aligned with who you are and connects your purpose to what you are trying to build. It's that part. It's saying, you know what? Those massages that I'm doing every week is not about the massage. I'm not going to the place where they're just burning incense and playing great music and just, you know, it's just rest. I'm going to the place that's working out these knots and making sure that I am mobile and making sure that I can move because when I am healthy and when I am moving well, when my body's moving well, that means I feel better and that means I think better, which means I serve better. In that same vein, it could be, you know what? I need that massage where I don't want her talking to me. I want them to just barely pass their fingers over my body. I want big incense. I want the heated towel. I want all the things because that is the only time I get peace and quiet and that my brain slows down. And when my brain slows down, I am able to think through all of those things that have been bugging me. I'm able to find that solution for me and for my client because I'm quiet and I'm still and nobody's talking to me. Nobody's asking anything of me. It's just all about me. And in that me time, I am able to think about others. Small things, small things. For me, one of the things that I've been doing, I've got a good friend from college. Um, he went to this banquet with me. We've known each other. We've known each other since undergrad. And there's three of us actually that, that know each other and we try to meet. We've been really bad. And so y'all, we're going to get back on it. We used to meet once a month because we've all, again, we've been together since, since undergrad. 
um, and we all lost our fathers. So we started, we started having lunch once a month somewhere just to connect, support each other, all that kind of stuff. So we were having lunch once a month. And then we said, you know what, let's take our mothers out for mother's day. And so two of the moms live here. My mom lives in Odessa. And, and so my mom literally will fly in and we'll go take them to mother's day. And it was so cool and we get them little uh, corsages and we go out and we'd hang out and we just, we, we just love them and they love that time to spend time together and to spend time with us and we love watching them, right? So it's just, it's just a great time for all. Well, after like the third or fourth year we did that, they looked at us and they said, okay, so we don't want to do this anymore. And we're like, oh, wait, what? Y'all don't want, they're like, no, 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 no. We want to do the Mother's Day lunch. We just don't want to do it on Mother's Day because we don't want to get dressed up. <laughs> we're like, and we don't want to wait in line and we don't want to have reservations. We don't want to do all that. We just want to go somewhere and be able to have some good food and just sit and talk. And we don't want to have to dress up to do that. And we thought, well, alrighty then, right? And so as we started doing that, they've started coming again. Of course, COVID nixed all of that. And so we were able to do another one not too long ago. And so we're, we're going to try to keep, get back to doing that every, not try, we are going to get back to doing that every year and get back to doing our monthly lunches, even if we have to start out with quarterly for right now, but to get back together intentionally. And so I was talking to one of them who we have been for the last three years talking about golf lessons. Because, you know, Jerry gives me a hard time all the time about golf because, you know, there's tournaments and all kinds of stuff. In fact, there's a tournament coming up on the 25th, but I'm not going to be in town for it. Um, and I always I'm always in my mind going, I just need to get back to golf. I need to get back to golf and not because of the golf itself. Again, remember, I talked about little things, little things that we do for ourselves that enable us to serve better when we're dealing with others. For me, golf, I started playing golf because I didn't want to have to sit at the clubhouse with all the, you know, all the women who just didn't want to play golf. I wanted to be out on the course, right? So I started taking lessons when I was in Michigan um, and I really enjoyed it. And what I found was what I love about golf is for someone who has a hypervigilant, overactive mind, golf forces me to think about nothing but what's going on on that golf course. And I'm horrible, horrible. Give me a scramble. I'm good at a scramble, but don't make me play my own ball. Y'all will be there for four days. I can't do it. Right. I am horrible. Now I look good, which is a big part of it. Right. I mean, the hat matches the bags, right. Matches the shoes. I'm, look, I look like I know what I'm doing, but I don't. But the process of golf and playing golf gives my brain a chance to let go of everything else and focus on what I'm doing. So my college friend and I have been talking a lot about we just need to, we need to do it. We need to get on the course. He actually used to play and compete a lot um, when he was younger and he's been wanting to get out too. And we keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. Well, lo and behold, remember I said earlier that stillness in that stillness. And if you force yourself and well, let me rephrase that, if you allow yourself to be aware and to be open to the things that are supposed to come to you, what you need shows up. So I'm in the in the club on Facebook, we should all be millionaires. There's another Schmilly that's there. And she was putting out some things about her new offer. She happens to be a golf pro. She's in Atlanta. She happens to be a golf pro. And she was talking about this new offer. She's going to be coming out of just being a pro at the club and doing this thing because golf has been using technology for years to help people with their golf game for years. And so I said, oh my gosh, I just saw this. I would love to get on a call with you because I've been wanting to do this because it's so good for my spirit to, you know, and, and we just haven't done it and blah, 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 blah. Let's chat. 
So I get on the call with her last Friday um, and it was awesome. Supposed to be 15 minutes. I think we talked for 45, right? Supposed to be just short. One, she's amazing. Two, this is an opportunity to really start getting my golf game back without having to be on a course. You have to drive to the course. You have to find time at the course. You have to get all the things, right? I've got clubs at home. And she's like, look, this is all about virtual. And then if you come to Atlanta or decide to come to Atlanta, we'll do something in person. But this is all virtual. And golf has been doing this. The, the sport of golf has been doing stuff with technology for ages. So this is not new. This is old technology that we're just revamping and reusing in better ways. And so I talked to her about it. And so we're, we're going to get together. We've already made a timeline of how we're going to do that. And then my good friend from college called me yesterday to catch up. And I was like, oh, wait, I just talked to this woman. We need to do this thing. Here's what's happening. Do you want to join? Right. Is this something you want to do? And I, he said, yeah, just, just let me know. Well, this morning again, cause I'm open this morning, I get an email from her. I'm now on her email list. And I'm like, Dang it, I need to just ask her. Send her a note. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I really want to do. I've got this friend of mine. Is this something we can do? And no, I'm not asking for special pricing. I'm not, none of that. As a business owner, here's what I would like to be able to do. Is that possible? And what does it cost? Right? And she immediately sent back to me. She's like, oh my gosh, that sounds so good. Absolutely, we can do something. Just let me know what you're looking for. I'll still send it to you. You know, we're looking at starting kind of closer towards the, in, in the fourth quarter. How are we going to do this, right? And it was that small action step, small step saying, I have been wanting to do golf and been talking about getting back on the golf course for at least three years, at least, at least. And I've not done anything. I've called a few people here. I've looked up a few golf pros. I've done a few, but not really taken action. Everything else has gotten in the way. And I decided to take a small step in seeing this person, God wink, Here's someone in a group, own business, black owned business, black woman golf pro, right? Ticking all the boxes. And I decided to take the first step, small step for me to just reach out and say, hey, can we chat about it? And then through that chat, okay, can we just get started on this? Here's my timing because I do have some things I've got to complete and I want to be able to, to give my full energy to it. But here's, so here's my timing. Does that still work? Oh, by the way, I've got a friend who really wanted to do this. Hey, does this sound good for you? Small things. And none of that has anything to do with my clients, with my business, with speaking, with coaching, with consulting. None of that. It has nothing to do with any of that. It had everything to do with me taking a step towards the thing that frees my mind. That forces me to be still forces my brain to stop being in hyperactive mode and to just focus, which enables me to be outside, to see the trees, to breathe the air, to be in some sun, although not this heat, right? It, it enables me to do all of the things that really feed me so that I am positioned, capable, willing, and ready to serve, right? So it is totally aligned with who I am. It is totally connected to the vision that I have for what I want to do. And the action I am taking is all about me, not about the other people. And that is not selfish. That is actually selfless because in doing that for me, I am able to show up and do things for others, right? It's a whole different mindset. It's a whole different mindset. I want to wrap this 
up with a call to action for you guys around taking action that is self-focused. Taking action that has nothing to do with anybody else but you. And here's that call to action for you guys. The call to action for all of you is this. It is the 20, the 19th, it's the 19th of September. By the end of September, by September 30th, that comes next week, I think it's next Saturday. By the end of September, I want you to have thought through and found a small thing, nothing that's gonna cost you a mint in time, energy, or money, a small thing that has nothing to do with anyone but you. I want you to find it. I want you to figure out how you can do it. And then I want you to actually make a plan to make it happen. And that plan includes a time and a set date, even if that means you have paid for it early, of when you're gonna start. Okay, so that's your call to action. By the end of month, what is the thing? Make the plan and then set the date for when it's gonna happen. Those are your three steps for your call to action. And it's got to be about you, not your business, not your family, not your partner, none of that. This is about you filling your cup, creating space for you so that you can serve everybody else. Okay, got that? Now here's, well, there's actually a fourth piece. The fourth piece is, I want you to let me know what it is. What did you do and did you get it done? So by the end of October, I want y'all to tell me that. Somebody reach out to me, all of y'all, reach out to me and tell me what you did, right? So that's your call to action. It's all about you. The last action month, right? The last week of action month is all about taking action for you. So your call to action is find that thing that's for you identify what it is, make a plan to make it happen, and then set the date, right, of when it's gonna be accomplished. And then let me know what you did and how it went. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.